It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Welcome to The Rendezvous. It's Simon. The accent is French. If you speak French, bonjour. And by the way, uh, during the day of show hours, the Rendezvous is open 24-7. Don't forget to check my social media at Rendezvous Radio. We have great polls. I need to know what you think. Because this show is all about you, really. I've, somebody said, what is this show about? This show is about really you, your relationships and how we talk about it. I think that's the point of the rendezvous. So I know sometimes people can't call me. Don't hesitate to send me your questions either by email at therendezvousshow.com or Twitter, Instagram at Rendezvous Radio or right now, tonight, here and now, 855-905-8255. The lines are open. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Kerry. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. Uh, what's going on between you and your husband? How can I help you? My husband has grown the uh, quarantine beard like a lot of his friends that uh, he works with, and uh, I don't know how to ask him to tame that thing down. Uh, it's a little out of control. <laughs> Uh, just, just by curiosity, how out of control is it? Uh, Grizzly Adams. <laughs> Grizzly Adams. I see. Uh, have you asked him to 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 shave it or to cut it down? Yeah, but it didn't result in much of a change. I see. Okay, so here's the way to say it. Let's say tomorrow, whenever you feel like it, or after a good meal, because man gets grumpy when they're hungry. You sit him down and say, "Listen." It's not attractive. You've got to protect the attraction and the mutual chemistry. Just tell him, think if I didn't shave my legs anymore for three months. Would you find it attractive? <laughs> and then you tell him, he said, we need to protect our attraction. It's more important okay. for us as married people that we are attracted to each other than for you to be cool with your guy friends. So please, shave it like Iron Man. Do whatever you want. We can do it together. Let's do it fun. But please, don't think for a second that this attraction has to be taken for granted, please shave it. That's wonderful. Thank you so much, Simon. Anytime, Carrie. Thank you for calling and good luck to you. Thank you. Coming up, I am going to go answer Claire's email because she has a question about her husband and wants to know my opinion about her question. So that is coming up next. So I received this very interesting question from Claire. She sent me a Twitter DM at Rendezvous Radio. Here's what she says. She said, Simon, my husband and I have been married for almost nine years, and our anniversary is this week. And when it comes to planning date night, well, it never happens. My husband always has an excuse that he tries to plan things, but the plans always fall through. Does it seem like a valid excuse, or should he be trying harder to keep the romance alive? And it upsets me that it doesn't seem to make our marriage a priority. Please advise. Should your husband try harder to make romantic date night with you and make it happen? Oh, I'm going to clearly answer that one next. How would you feel if your husband of nine years, like Claire, who sent me that Twitter DM at Rendezvous Radio, well, I mean, he cancels date nights, there's no romance in the house, and even for the uh, anniversary of the nine years, it's like nobody's making any plans and he has excuses and all that. Would that upset you like her? And should her husband, you know, uh, try harder to be romantic and keep the romance alive? It's, she's upset. She thinks, you know, the marriage is not a priority anymore. And I understand. So, Claire, please listen very carefully. 
Tell your husband that without romance, there is no expression of love. Romance is to show that you love your partner. Romance is buying flowers. Romance is date nights. Romance is cooking for your partner. Romance is grocery shopping. Romance is to show you don't take your partner for granted. Romance is to enlighten your partner's heart by your action. Not just saying, I love you. Everybody can do that. No, no love without proof of love. I think he'll understand. And if he doesn't, have him call me. You call the next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Liane. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. So I understand uh, you want to share a romantic story that happened uh, with your partner. Tell me what happened. Uh, yes, I was um, a little bit sad because, because of quarantine and everything. I was, wasn't able to um, you know, have like an in-person birthday this year. My birthday is like really important to me. It's like my favorite day of the year. And I was a little depressed. And um, I kind of just didn't think I'd get to see really anyone but my husband. But unbeknownst to me, my husband had arranged um, with a bunch of my friends from all over to have uh, a little Zoom murder mystery party. And um, it was a big surprise. And when I went on to my Zoom, I had friends from all over the world were waiting for me on my Zoom, including some of my friends who were out of the country. And they were all dressed up, and it was really fun, and it was very sweet and kind of romantic that my husband had, you know, surprised me and arranged all this. And it was really fun, and actually ended up being one of my most fun birthdays, because it was some of my friends I never get to see, and we had a I really like fun murder mystery. How, how did that make you feel? It was it made me really happy. It was really fun and really special. It was honestly a birthday I'll never forget. I love that. Listen... There's never too small or never too innovative way to be romantic. So I love it all, and I think the adaptation to the days we are in uh, is wonderful. So thank you so much for sharing that story. I loved it. Yes, thank you. Oh, I got to go to that Twitter DM from Ken. He has a question about a girl he's seeing and wants my guidance. So his Twitter DM is next. So I got this interesting Twitter DM at Rendezvous Radio. That's where to go, by the way, at Rendezvous Radio from Ken who asked me this. He said, Simon, is it wrong for me to keep seeing a girl if I know she likes me, but I'm not that into her? I like talking to her. She's fun to hang out with, but I'm getting the impression that she wants a relationship and I don't feel the same way. Do I cut it off or can I keep seeing her? That's a good question. Um, Should you spend time with somebody who wants to go out with you when you don't want to go out with them? My answer is next. Say you'd be, you know, spending a lot of time with a friend on which you had a crush on and hope that maybe he uh, or she would, you know, feel the same about you. Would you want to know the truth or not? Would you want to know if that person you're interested in likes you romantically too or not? That's really the question that can ask me about this girl that is not into, but she's into him. My answer is everybody deserves to know. Everybody deserves honesty. And don't play with somebody's heart. So at one point, Ken, what you got to do is say, listen, just so everything is clear, um, I love our friendship, but for me, it's just friendship. And I don't want to waste your time. It's hard to say, but people will be grateful for you to tell the truth. Because nothing is worse than spending months and months trying to charm somebody or hope somebody will be charmed by you when you realize that you never had a chance. Total waste of time. So the truth will set everybody free. Just say it super nicely and don't take it for granted. That's my advice. You call the next. Any questions for me, 
855-905-8255. Bonjour, Jacqueline. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. So, I understand you have a question about you and your husband. Uh, what's going on and how can I help you? So, basically, um, my husband and I, every time um, someone gets the cold, we kind of stop kissing until the cold's over so we don't, you know, spread it to each other. And sure. I guess out of courtesy, ever since quarantine started, we haven't been kissing. And I'm just, I'm kind of done with that. And I, and I really don't know. I feel, I don't know. I just don't want him to think I'm not respecting the way we respect each other. You know, when somebody has a cold and just wanting some advice on that. Sure. I mean, I get it. And when you say um, kissing, are you not holding hands? Are you not ooh-la-laing? Is there no touching whatsoever or just a kissing? Yeah, it's just a kissing. So, listen, I'm not a doctor, so let's make sure, but uh, you guys live together, right? Yeah. You sleep in the same bed? Yes. Yeah. And you have ooh-la-la together, right? Yes. Right. So I would not be worried about kissing if I was your husband. I mean, you guys are, you know, just it's, so it makes no difference. I mean, so I think it's more like now to talk about it. Maybe try doesn't want to disrespect you. I think you, you should talk about it and say just laugh. And next time, not a big deal, like not a big talk, sit down and talk. Just like more maybe next time, you know, you feel romantic, you can hug and all this and then kiss him. What the heck? So just, just go for it. No, no conversation? I would. Okay. I mean, the conversation is difficult to have. It's like in high school, you know. Do you want to kiss me? Okay. Or it's like breaks. <laughs> Remember that conversation in high school when you're 15? You know, it's awkward. So I think that it's your husband, you're his wife. If you had no contact and you were social distancing in the house, I would say you need to talk about it. But since you are actually romantic together, sleeping together, breathing together's face, I don't see any problem kissing, really. Same here. It just It's just something that started and then we just... I guess, didn't know how to address well, it to stop it. <laughs> I, w I would do this. Now, if you have a family doctor and you want to ask the, the medical opinion, I'm just a romance guy. But if you want to ask, doctor, <laughs> we're making love, but can we kiss? We'll see what he says, right? And you, you can take that road too. Okay. But I would Thank go for you. it. Man, Merci. yes. De rien, c'est mon plaisir. Merci beaucoup et bonne nuit. Bonne nuit, Simon. I don't know about you, but I really miss kissing someone too. I mean, I've spent the last four months with my teddy bear, Mr. Lewis, well, kissing for sure. Let's talk about the importance of kissing each other in a relationship next. Time to be honest. How important is it for you to kiss your partner? Because my last caller, Jacqueline, was pretty cool. And she said to me, you know, like she lives with her husband and and they don't kiss because of the pandemic and all this, but they make, they're doing, you know, everything else romantic, ooh -la -la included. So I said, go ahead. If you guys are, you know, romantic, I'm sure you can kiss. If you have a doubt, call the family doctor, but I would. And so then make me think about how important is it to kiss each other, romantically, obviously. Because have you noticed that you start a relationship, there's a lot of kissing going on, and six months or a year later, the amount of kissing is reduced drastically and there's more and more straight to ulala and way less kissing. And let me share a personal story about kissing. I, I got I to gotta tell you this one. It, it's true and it's coming up next. How important is it for you in your romantic life, uh, the act of kissing your partner? And actually, I am going to post that on social media. How important is it for you, the act of kissing in your love life? For me, it's a 10. You know why? Because since I had my first French kiss at... Uh, 13 and a half or 14 with Christabel back in high school in Paris, 
I found it so romantic and deliciously exciting that it's like the first step and first sign that somebody is into you. And if you give up on kissing, you really give up on that first step, kissing romantically, softly somebody. Don't give up on kissing, please. I know I've done it too sometimes. We go straight to the ulara and all this, but we're missing out. So start kissing again, you know, safely, obviously, and who you trust, but kissing, first step to love. Any questions? You call the next. If you have a question for me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Alana. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. So how can I help you and your husband? What's going on between the two of you? Um, well, my husband, it's um, very sad. His best friend died and recently, oh, about sorry. a week ago. He's having a really hard time, and I'm trying to find the best way to support him but give him his space. Whatever I'm doing doesn't seem to be working. It just makes him angry. Um, I see. I don't know. What are you doing then? I'm just paying a lot of attention to him and getting him coffee and making him dinner and rubbing his back and a lot of attention. And it doesn't work. So how about we try something different? Give him less attention. Don't try to repair the loss of his friend because you can't. And so yeah. um, I know you instinctively by love want to repair and make him feel better. Truth is, in the grieving, in bearing the past, there is this period where you know, you're on your own. You don't feel what he feels, and he doesn't feel what you feel. We don't feel mm -hmm. other people's pain the same way they do. So my advice to you, Elena, is why don't we try to, you know, step aside, be way less present, uh, and kind of leave him alone for the time being, understanding mm. this is not against you or against, you know, your marriage or your, your connection to him. It's just that with a loss to do the grieving and then to bury the past, we need time and we need patience and, and let our emotions run and not pretend. And what happens is maybe your husband pretends it's okay and, yeah. and it's not. So my advice is maybe to just kind of give him some space. Okay give some space yeah it's not against you remember that his, yeah. his mood he's not against you he's in pain it's like when yeah. you have a toothache but multiplied by a million you know nobody can help you but the dentist well in this case yeah. only time can help him i like the way you said that okay thank you oh. i appreciate All right, that Anna. good luck to you thank you for calling and have a good night thank you simon so question for you does it make a difference how long you wait to have ooh-la-la with someone you are dating? You know, because some people say, you know, if you want the relationship to be seen as more serious and more committed, uh, it's good to make you know, your partner wait a little longer, three weeks, four weeks, two weeks, whatever. Or do you think it doesn't matter? So thank you for voting at Rendezvous Radio. 54% of you said, yes, it makes a difference how long you wait before you have ooh-la-la. And 46% uh, of you said, no, it doesn't. And I'm part of 46%. I feel that when you both feel it, then it's the right time. There's not a special week. It's not a matter of how many dates. It's a matter of your intuition, your heart, and the chemistry. And you've got to be yourself. This is not a calculation. It's an intuition and an impulsion. I hope that helps you to think next time you're dating somebody. Impulsion, intuition, joy of life. Bonsoir. Thank you for being with me. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.